Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Location Edition. We're back, baby. And we got all of your uh, complaints about how we switched position from what you're used to. And let me just say, folks, you have a parasocial relationship with this podcast. And where we sit is none of your fucking business. <laughs> but we did change it. So I guess it is their business. In what way? Um, the producer said, Natasha, you sit here today instead. I know. She was being a real, be- I don't like to say this kind of stuff, but B word about it. Really? Yeah, she was like, you sit here. And then remember, you were like, I'm an independent woman. I can make my own decision. And she said, I'm your fucking producer. I decide. And then she put her, remember, she put her um, two fingers in your chest and kind of sat you down like a little boy. It was kind of aggressive. Anyway, she's been fired. But um, Natasha. Yes, how are you doing, Mosh? I'm just great. Uh, I see you're getting ready for Burning Man. I'm getting ready for Burning Man. I just got back from Portland. Uh, It was a wonderful weekend of shows. What a great town. Uh, Moshe. Yes. So as I see you getting ready for Burning Man, yes. I remember something you asked me when we first got together. Okay. You were like, hey, what if we get married? Okay. But once a year at Burning Man, I can do whatever I want. Oh, I do remember that very well. Have we told that story before? I think well, we have told that I story have, before. I know, but I have an addition onto it. Oh, you've got an update. I've got an update <laughs> okay. that I was waiting for the podcast to tell you. Okay. I'm well, do we do have we told this story before? Yes, we have. Okay. It's not a story. You you said no. I said no. You said I if I recall correctly, um sex might be uh casual for you and you can hook up with people you don't have any feelings for whatsoever, but that's not how it works for me. So I would have two choices. Either I sit at home not hooking up with people while you're gallivanting at Burning Man, or I go into the world and pursue a romantic connection with somebody, (laughs) neither of which are good uh, elements for a marriage. And I respected that. Okay, well, that sounds like a good... That was what you said. A good answer that I said. But I was going to say, you know, you gave everyone your playa address. Yeah. If you want to do something, just do it. (laughs) You're good. Just don't tell me about it. You're giving me permission to hook up with other people at Burning Man? Yes. Is this real? Yes. But I, I do have a manipulation behind it. I don't believe that this is real. Well, because here's my manipulation. Okay. Then Burning Man can be that for you and you'll never ask to take our child. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have to decide, what? am I going to have like sex at 38th and X all all day and not do not give me chlamydia though? Wait, I mean, look, <laughs> this is to me. It's your choice. To me, this is indicative not of how open-minded you are, but of how unbelievably <laughs> short-sighted it, I am. It, well, important it is for you that the child never comes to Burning Man. <laughs> no, it's not important. And maybe when she's eight, but I'm not trying to go there like next year. That just seems exhausting and annoying and dirty and dusty and inappropriate. And why? Let's just put her in an outdoor school. You would be willing to give me a hall pass. Yes. For Burning Man. Yes. In exchange for nothing more than me not bringing our child to Burning Man ever. Yes. I mean, that is completely ridiculous <laughs> and uh just don't give me stds though yeah okay but i'm i this doesn't to be honest with you this doesn't feel real okay i mean it it doesn't feel fully sincere i mean there's I mean, definitely a world where i didn't pitch it well i could tell you there's but definitely a world where you didn't pitch it on the podcast <laughs> that's part of Part of the fact that I haven't heard this until we started recording the podcast is what makes me think this isn't a fully real offer. It's probably not thought through, mm-hmm. but it did occur to me that if that could be your time to like just like be you, then you also wouldn't maybe start asking for like, you know, other addictions, you know, like things like wanting to drink again or do drugs or whatever. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now this is feeling... <laughs> really not healthy you're saying this is a negotiation so that i don't 
start drinking again? I mean, I don't think you're Honey, prone to do that even. I'm just saying it's like letting you, I don't know. I don't know how you relax. I relax <laughs> most nights by having a glass of wine, but you can't do that. I All relax. you can do is stick little nicotine pouches in your gum cavity. I, and I feel so bad for you because that I, is the worst way to party. I relax primarily by uh, mutual masturbation with a dust covered woman with neon uh, dreadlock extensions. <laughs> Who's got a playa name? That's sort of my. Well, go do it, because like that, and I, I, now that I know you, I, I, I know that you would have like the chances of you finding someone to fall in love with seem very small. Honey, I've never fallen in love with anyone other than you. I know, so I'm like, if you want to go do that, have fun. I d- just don't give me chlamydia. This feels like a trap. <laughs> this does feel like a trap. I don't know what to say. I don't know uh, if you uh, if you're listening. If you listen back to the uh, previous episode, I did give my coordinates of where I'll be camping. But I don't know. Wait, what... were those your real coordinates? No, no. Ah, geez, Natasha, this you definitely uh, you definitely came out of left field with this one. I wasn't. I definitely wasn't anticipating. All right. Well, maybe this. I'll change my mind. Let me think about it. No, <laughs> you can't think about it. This is already on record. You you know that this podcast it was episode just, it was just amusing. This podcast episode will be played in the courtroom in our Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. They'll play this episode and I will be fully exonerated. And me and my three girlfriends, Button Willow, <laughs> uh Circuit Breaker, and Christ X, those are their playa names. We'll all be sitting there shaking our head in judgment at you. Maybe it'd be fun for you. I'm sure it would. I mean, it would at least temporarily. But you know, always you're you're. I I, I like being with you. All right, I'm just. Is saying. this a prelude to an end? Is this a prelude to a divorce? No, I'm just saying. Damn, this is cool. All right, well, <laughs> let's get through this oh, podcast. That's what I was worried about. I was like, oh, maybe that's not smart. Maybe that's like that's a sabotage or something. Of your your sabotaging? Maybe I don't know. But mm. I was like, oh, if you. If that would really do it for you, then do it. Well, this is a message to the fellas. If you want something bad enough, <laughs> you ask, <laughs> and then eight years later, I'm t- now I'm 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 all, all you know all elderly too, you know, so it'll be harder. Oh my god, that would be so sweet if I let you do it and you came back and you didn't. Oh, but don't tell me. Wait, yeah, I won't tell you if I don't. <laughs> but if I do, I'll. <sighs> This is going to be complicated. Wait, I just thought of the flaw in your plan. What? If I do hook up with somebody at Burning Man, right? Yeah. And I really forge a connection with them. Yeah. Then we can bring our child because I'll have built in <laughs> uh, child care for us to be able to go have a date on Playa or whatever. I'll be like, have you met Circuit Breaker? She's going to be babysitting our child. <laughs> Natasha, I don't think that. Listen, I we weren't just before the podcast. We were talking about what. We, we should talk about we were kind of stumped because we're you know we haven't had any good fights lately and things have been pretty good and then you were like wait i do have something <laughs> well i didn't mean to bring it up on the podcast well i'm just saying it gave me the courage okay well geez um we i got no let's not take a break let's get through this episode real quick i gotta get to packing <laughs> You're going to go two weeks. Well, I just realized I have something. I just, I don't know if I have enough room in the, in my RV for the condoms. I just, I don't know if I have the space. I have to order a gross of condoms. But see, this is already more than I ever want to hear. I'm just kidding. It's all a joke. Okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Natasha, anything for content. And I love you for that. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay, listen. Next week, let me let me have let me just state my next week. I might change my mind. Okay. Let me just think about it now that I put it out there. Well, we've got a month. Um, should we take a call? Let's do it. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You wanted to talk to me about pillowcases. You know, I went on this website because I had heard about it from Anderson Cooper's biography about the Vanderbilts, and three pillowcases were like eighteen hundred dollars. Right, and then you remembered Brooklinen. Brooklinen makes Anderson Cooper Gloria Vanderbilt level pillowcases at a fraction of the price. (laughs) 
It's not even close to $1,800. In fact, it's cheaper than you can find in a store. And they're stylish. By working directly with suppliers, too, Brooklinen cuts out the luxury markups and passes those savings back to their customers so you get their incredible products at a reasonable cost. You're not getting hijacked. By the, the as they say, the Vanderbilt 25%. Here's the thing. We sleep on Brooklinen sheets, and they're the most comfortable sheets we've slept on, and they're super reasonably priced. They've just launched a new product line, which is all kinds of colors and patterns for all of their sheets, towels, and robes. Think about like bold pops of color and adventurous prints with some limited edition collections, which are selling out in as little as a month. Or do what I do. I do all white all the time. Yeah, I, I, I love a pattern sheet. Whatever you like, we know you like quality. We know you like affordability. And Brooklinen has both down pat. They also have waffle robes. They've got mulberry silk eye masks and pillowcase sets that will not set you back as much as a Vanderbilt. Check out Brooklinen today and find the best gifts for every couple on your list this year. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code ENDLESS. By the way, I just did this. I just ordered another duvet to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code ENDLESS for $20 off plus free shipping. You deserve to sleep on great sheets. Brooklinen. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the... No, we already did that. We're, now we're, gonna, we're all a little punch drunk over here. Now we're going to call David in Colorado. I was going to talk about my new glasses. <laughs> I mean, that's the intro I had. I talk about the glasses. David! Moshe, are you okay? I'm fine. Hey, David. Hello. David, you have to let me know your skin routine. You are absolutely glowing. You are a gorgeous man. And I wonder, are you going to Burning Man this year by any chance? <laughs> Uh, I've never been. Uh, I think you you're the leading factor in maybe convincing me though. Yeah, I've well, I wanted to go. Guess guess what? Things just got a lot spicier. So we'll see you there. I've already changed my mind. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. Anyway, David, there's some backstory you're not familiar with, but you'll hear it when this episode comes out. David, how can we help? Okay. Um, very excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Oh, thanks. We have a perfect teeth only rule on the podcast, so our guests are only allowed to have absolute perfect teeth. So you're in. Oh, I appreciate it. You guys are very full of compliments. I was afraid I was like something was going to like judge my background or something. Oh. I appreciate the compliments. No, we lo- we're horny um, for your foreground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've, so I've been in a, a relationship uh, with a woman now who in the past few months started a job with a very small consultancy that's just uh, four other people. And all of those are middle-aged men who seem like frat bros that never grew up. And I can provide more context around why I think that, but basically my, you know, I'm essentially looking for help on both how to deal with that myself, how to not feel so anxious about that, as well as communicate to her that I'm somewhat uncomfortable with it. (laughs) You're uncomfortable with hanging out with the frat guys? Or you're feeling sexually jealous, like something weird might happen. Yeah, yeah. I I have never met them yet. So it's more how much time she spends with them, especially outside of work contexts, where it's just her and them four guys. I'm sorry, can you repeat, why does she need to hang out with them? They own a business together. They're all, yeah. She just, she was their fifth hire, and it's these four bros that hang out together and her and 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 have you i mean if, so uh, is, is has there been a lot of functions so far where she has to hang out with them i'm sure there's going to be a social situation she, she had to what she had to chug four beers and crush them on her forehead in order to get the job right <laughs> yeah that was exactly the interview i mean and then they just named your price and she was in <laughs> and uh yeah well let me i guess give a little more context so i i first was just kind of i mean for the exact ugh, reason natasha just gave i had that exact thing but obviously felt like i didn't that was just an intuition but now there's been precedent set so she has gone on multi-day overnight trips with them where they're you know fishing <laughs> together and drinking whiskey and she's really? you know they're forcing oh my god there yeah, is no yeah. way one of them is not trying to fuck her who are these guys oh, they, these are like yeah, generation sure. x x frat boys Ugh, the worst <laughs> These are like this 40, are these like 40, 45 year old bros? Kind now, hold of, right? on. Natasha's validating right. you, but I'm not willing to fully validate you yet. Has, I have, I have some questions. Has your, how old is your girlfriend? Okay. 
We're in our late twenties. Oh my god! And, and, and how old are these fellas? They look late, like mid to late forties at the at the youngest. They, they, wait, are you saying they look? They old? look younger, probably, right? Or they, they look younger. They look very young. No, they, 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 look, they look middle age. They look like our dads, my dad, or something. Not my dad. My dad looks like a skeleton. That's how old I am. Wait, is your girlfriend as cute as you are, as the female version? Of course. She's much cuter. Yeah, mm. I'm very okay. lucky. Okay, hold on. Hold on a second. Four bros. Okay, hold on a second. Oh my God. Has your girlfriend given you any indication? I'm not with you, Natasha. Okay. Has your girlfriend given you any indication that she is untrustworthy when it comes to fidelity or monogamy? Good point. No, definitely the, the, the lack of trust is not necessarily coming from her. It's coming from how much she hangs out with them and how much alcohol is involved, usually on their side they're kind of pushing that and there's a power dynamic there she's drinking a lot more than she ever has for sure by being with them okay okay and now let me ask you this do you could you be trusted to um work in a consultancy with four 40 year old women that were extreme sports enthusiasts and also liked malt liquor would you fuck those women i don't think so i've, I've think never you- once felt a tug of, of cheating in any relationship i've been so you you are capable of being trusted, but the girl that you have decided that you love and want to be committed to, she somehow because of uh, the dynamic is is her you're she's compromised in some way. It just feels like there's some. I mean, maybe it's it's rude. It's, there's just feels like some naivete around it, right? Around her being like, they're great guys. They're so smart. They're amazing. But like, they're forcing her to take shots with them when they go on overnight trips at a hotel, you know, and there's that power dynamic there. It's not her that okay, I mistrust. I, it's can, them. I, I have a very important question. This is probably the most important question. Does your girlfriend like her job? Yes. Okay. Well, that's a very, that that's the absolute first thing, you know, like, and also, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 like you can't. She likes her job. What are you gonna do? I gotta. I gotta. Exactly. I gotta say, this sounds like uh, this sounds like Rocky Mountain jealousy. I don't know if you're familiar with that, <laughs> but this just sounds like classic. It's all. It's couched in this like Colorado evergreen river runs through it aspens turning gold kind of language but it just sounds like jealousy it like and she's hot so it's not if it's not these four guys it's another four guys and then it's the other guys and then the the husband of the her best friend and you know what i mean I, it, it just goes and on and on i'm just yeah i'm thinking to myself you, you, like you keep i don't mean to be harsh here but you keep saying to her like Oh, they're forcing her to are they forcing her to take shots? Are they like pinning her down and pouring Jaeger down her throat? What I think A, there's a desire to want to fit in. B, there's a power dynamic, right? They're her bosses. And C, she never drank this much before. So I think there's a okay. little bit of the peer pressure of come on, why don't you hang out with us? Wait, and take shots with us. I'm so getting a little more so. I'm getting a little more info. So she loves her job. What does she tell you about these guys? Does she say they make me drink, but I really want to impress them? Or is she like pretty laid back and easy about it and having fun? I think a little bit of both. I'm not, I don't think, I mean, exactly for the reason Natasha says, if I tried to switch it, I'm sure the attention is great, right? When you have a bunch of people that you're new, they're paying attention. And I'm sure that's fun and exciting. And I also think she wants to catalyze her own career, right? I don't think she wants to say, no, I'm not drinking. I'm not hanging out with you because then she would be the outsider. But what does she tell you? Does she say it's fun? It's fun. It's definitely mixed. I think she definitely gets overwhelmed. I think they are her bros. So What's she, the worst she can thing? Only take so much of it at a time. What's the worst thing she's ever told you about the bros in a social situation? The gangbang, right? The gangbang's <laughs> got to be the worst thing, right? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. There's quite a few. Just, name, um, just so I can get so to they, they were on an overnight trip, their very first overnight trip that they've all five ever taken together somewhere out of state. They They're all at a hotel together trip? and... It's a weeknight. Someone in the group is their... so trying to fuck her. <laughs> I'm just not as convinced as the rest of you. I'm, I'm withholding judgment, but go ahead. They're... I mean, I still don't think there's anything you can do about it, but yeah, so wait, go ahead. They're on the trip. It's a weeknight. They're in a, in a hotel. Right. And I mean, that's just when basically they she drank enough to throw up and she's never done that before in her life. Mm. They are heavy drinkers. They drink almost every day. They got alcohol in the desks, et cetera. And they're just pushing that on her over and over while they're, again, they're away. 
It's a week night. She doesn't drink much. They yeah. know this and they're just pushing it on her. And she got, I mean, she got overwhelmed that night and had to call me because she's throwing up everywhere oh. and wasn't thrilled about that. Yeah. Okay. And I, there's a few other incidences that are similar, just the way she introduces yeah, them when they're in you. meetings. You know, she said, like, we need a way to break up the bros is kind of how they introduce her to you know, new clients and stuff. Well, like I, that. I, she I, should talk to them about that. Wait, this is interesting. This is why I would, this was a question I was about to ask you. Uh, I have two questions about them, uh, but my, but my first one leads is connected to what you just said. Why does did they hire her? Did they hire to her to break up the bros? Yeah, to 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 me that isn't an ignoble reason for but, four for four bros to hire a a young woman. But she wants to be introduced with her credits and her talent. Now yeah, hold on, that exactly. brings me to my second my second big question. Um, I'll put a okay. I have so many questions, but my second big question about them is, have they done anything beyond just like partying and chugging and drinking Jaeger and comparing <laughs> tribal tattoos and talking about what the best malt liquor is and what the best sublime album is and stuff like that and comparing flip flops and stuff have beyond that Nightmare. stuff, beyond that stuff, have they done anything in reality, not in your paranoid fantasies, mind eye, mind's eye, but in reality, to, to suggest to you that they have any untoward or uh, or irresponsible intent when it comes to your girlfriend and her position at their company? I mean, irresponsible intent, I would say, is having the youngest person, like not looking out for her being, getting her so drunk that she's throwing up everywhere. I'd but, say that's a little irresponsible. No, but no. no, but they're not her father. They're not trying to fuck her. And right, they're not, like, and they're not yeah, like, they're, they're not like disrespecting her. There's just dynamics at the workplace yeah. that you're feeling increasingly uncomfortable with, and the gender disparity is increasing that discomfort. I, by the way, I have it. I know what you should do. I have more oh, questions, perfect. but go ahead. I think that you know, if you have a more Buddhist outlook on life, like everything is sort of grist for the mill in the sense of like, you know, opportunities to grow and change and become better and maybe have this relationship become even stronger. And I think one of the things that you could really do is just encourage her to stick up for herself with the drinking and she can she can say, you know, I'm a two, two glass, two, two drinks person. Please don't push me more than that. You know, like just stand up for herself and maybe talk to the lead guy and say, Hey, it would be awesome. No, am strong, I wrong? Strong disagree. Why? And then he can help her be like, you know, encourage, be encouraged to stick up for herself more. Well, the, okay. I strongly disagree with this suggestion that he, that he talks to the guy. No, I'm not saying he talks. To oh, the guy. I, maybe I I'm misunderstood he you. He talks to his girlfriend and tell her to talk to yeah, the guy. Yeah. Like, encourage her to like just say to them listen guys like i only drink two drinks and encourage her to have boundaries with them or you know encourage her to get a therapist to speak about that because it's really important for because you really believe in her she's up and coming and you know she wants to like get to where she's going you know she's she's you know it's kind of like being in hollywood you know you she's got to like climb the ranks of these like annoying bros and be nice to them and talk to them and you know okay i do i do it turns out i do disagree with you Natasha. <laughs> i agree with a lot of what you're saying but here's where i'm going to put your feet to the fire okay this is because you talk about a power dynamic differential between her and these guys but you you seem to be and i don't mean to be harsh but you seem to be um um uh, unintelligent no i'm just kidding um it'd be funny to say i don't mean to be harsh but i find you to be an idiot no i'm joking you seem to be missing out on another power dynamic differential which is your power dynamic differential with your girlfriend a lot of the language that i am hearing from you is she's being pushed to take these drinks she's being taken advantage of these in these different ways she's being introduced in these ways that are uncomfortable but i'm not hearing from i'm first of all you're disempower it, this is what it seems like to me you're say, you're taking away her agency as an adult making these choices to drink herself like she's making these choices herself she's not being forced to drink by older bosses she's a grown up that is deciding to drink in the in these ways and and i imagine that if like i understand your concern and i don't think it's totally unwarranted and weird but i also imagine it would feel pretty um condescending and even a little bit maybe devaluing for you 
uh, to tell your girlfriend, because what it sounds like to me, what you're intimating is they hired you not because of how uh, skilled you are at your job, but because you're a young, hot chick that they can hang around and break up their bro energy. Now, if I'm your girlfriend and I hear the, the man that I love say that to me, right? That you got hired because you're like this eye candy bro breaker upper and they're just there to take advantage. I'm thinking, wait a minute, I have value. Fuck you. Like I, I got the job because I rule, right? So I that's just something for you, I think, to be really aware of with this stuff. And like, like to me, what I would be watching out for, if Natasha is saying you know, help her drink less or to help her be uh, monitor her drinking a little better. No, no, help her have boundaries around these guys. But, but did has she expressed Inspire to her. you that they are violating her boundaries? Has she expressed to you that her drinking is feeling uncomfortable to her? And here's a bigger a, a, a bigger question. This is the point that I was trying to get to is have you seen any? But yes, she threw up. That's bad. You never want to drink so much you throw up. That feels unhealthy. Is that a chronic condition? Is it affecting your home life? Are you noticing that your relationship is being negatively affected by this new behavior? Or is it all in your mind and you're fearing things that might happen? I'm curious. Are there consequences to this new job? I think it's definitely uh, the second part, right? Like it's definitely mostly in my head. And it's not like that's a chronic condition. She only That's happened the first time. It's just these recurring things that definitely spin stories in my head, especially the longer she spends time with them. Like that six-day overnight trip where there's a lot of drinking going on. I, I don't know what she's not telling me to. Maybe she did throw up again. I don't know. I only knew about it that one time. Do you but guys you are correct that it's in my head a lot of the time? And and do you when when she calls you drunk or whatever, like what what is what do you say? I mean, that time it was mostly just to to help calm her down. I think she was kind of freaking out because she doesn't she wasn't used to that. Like she'd never thrown up from alcohol before. She's obviously not feeling great. Um, I think the part that I also left out on that, that made me even more uneasy is that that night when they were all drinking, uh, she had called me and then put them on the phone or they, I don't exactly know how they ended up on her phone and they were just chit chatting, shooting the shit with me and ended the phone call saying, we just want to make sure she has good friends looking after her. That's what they address knowing that I'm her boyfriend. That's how they ended that phone call. You're saying the. You're saying the. Ew, I hate them. You're saying well, you don't like bros. You're saying the good friends part was was the part you felt kind of cucked out and devalued yeah. as, her, as her partner, her romantic partner. Yeah, I think so. That is lame. And like, here's the thing: I, how long have you guys been together? And I think this is the last thing I'm going to say. A little over eight months. Okay, this is a new relationship. I. I really want to like be in movies in Hollywood and make it and really like, <laughs> yeah, right. hold on. But four bros, if I had to hang out with four bros to like <laughs> be in like the next Wes Anderson movie for like even five months, I'd say I'm good. I think I'll just, <laughs> I think I'll just camp with Moshe. Seriously. So I'm just saying like, if this girl just has this like indefatigable, uh, hole in her, like, heart to do whatever that might be something you want to know you know like she might be like i don't care i'll i'll suck a bro's dick you know if it's gonna help me or, or whatever or i'll <laughs> hang out with them or i'll pander to them or i don't know like whatever you have to make sure that you guys like see some like that you guys are like eye to eye on a lot of things and you're finding all this out so well, once again i'm not on team natasha <laughs> for this I mean, I and I hear, no, I do hear the logic of what you're saying, Natasha. I don't think it's, and, and you, by the way, I don't think that I'm not hearing you and going like, you guys are fucking paranoid and crazy. What I'm, what I'm hearing, like, she's the kind of girl who hangs out with bros. You don't know what kind of girl she is. I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> but you're also 20 years older than her and have, uh, I and, didn't. Right. Okay. Fine. Here's what, here's what I think to me. I'm now realizing this conversation for you and your girlfriend this is my feeling this is i was going to say i don't mean to give you unsolicited advice but actually it's incredibly solicited because you called it's very solicited it's so solicited you need to reframe this from a conversation about uh caring uh, protecting her into a conversation about your insecurity because that's what this is this is insecurity even if your fears are eventually uh, found out to be grounded 
Even they, if they are grounded, the, they're the, not grounded. The guy's calling with, and her immediately. I already know what's happening. She's drunk. They're like, "Hey, call your guy. What is he? Is he a little pussy? Wait, I thought that guy was gay. Oh, uh, that that's your boyfriend. Oh, you guys are boyfriends. Here, let's call him right now. Let's call him. Let's call him. Okay. And then he's, you're like, "Hello, uh, Lucy." And then she's like, ah! and they're like, "Oh, we just wanted to make sure she had a friend." <laughs> Pop boiler shots, and then they all put their shots in the beer and drink it and spill on her and she's like into it it sounds like it it sounds like she's into it so that is the kind of person you're dating i'm just saying unbelievable bigotry (laughs) try to imagine (laughs) natasha if you reframe that exact dialogue but instead of bros it was people of color just think about it Think about it. Moshe. Think about how swift the cancellation would come. You bigot. You dare. It's more about like the, like bros are bullies. No, listen, I disagree. Listen. And I don't, and they're like sex bullies. Hold on. Hold on. And okay. nobody so, wants them. It's so funny because my, uh, my advice is to reframe it about, about your insecurity. And Natasha's <laughs> advice is literally like pouring like fertilizer and water on top of the sprouting buds of said insecurity. But listen again, I don't think that you're like super off base. I don't think you're like a paranoid fool for feeling this insecurity, right? What I always used to say about fear uh, is is even if the fear comes true, it was still fake because it was still just you ruminating on possible horrible outcomes that could come. That space that you're in when you're fantasizing about worse outcomes is still not real, even if it eventually proves to be true. I don't know if that even makes sense, but that's how it always felt because I'm still in the realm of fantasy, worst case fantasy. So what I, this is my thought. Natasha, I wonder if you think I'm totally off base here. You need to have a conversation with your girlfriend, not to protect her from the bros, but to protect your relationship from being uh, from being compromised by your insecurity like that's the part that you can actually that you actually have uh, control over you don't have control over how those bros act i would say you don't have the right to have to uh, try to assert control over whether or not she goes on uh, work retreats or whether or not she drinks that's not your job she's an adult your job is to tell i think your girlfriend i'm feeling i'm feeling a lot of insecurity about this new work environment. I, you're, you're a grown up, and you're your own woman, and I don't have the right to tell you anything. I know that. I just want to be honest with you about the way that I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, you, what? What? Why are you laughing at me? I'm sorry. I just cannot get over having to go for six days with like five best friends who are like bros from the 90s who are like trying to pressure me into having sex like that sounds Wait, wh- so where did this pressure you and having sex thing come from you okay, just made okay, that okay. up she's hot there's no way there is a way okay okay keep going there is a way there is a way in which this thing you are misinterpreting this it is the the, the he here's a possibility okay there's four bros they have a corporate culture and they know they're bros they know they're like alpha kind of guys they know that they're like party guys and they're having a conversation about their business i don't know what this business is i don't think you should say probably because your girlfriend probably won't appreciate that they're having a conversation about their corporate you know the way that their corporation looks and they're like you know what we're just four bros we should probably hire a woman to offset some of this uh to offset some of this energy let's hire like a badass woman a, a young woman who can come and and shift our corporate culture or whatever but they're still like we party that's what we do we like to rock in the evergreens or whatever they do in colorado right we go river rafting and then we drink you know uh, seagrams and, and seven all night long so that so then they hire your girlfriend and they're like, this is awesome. We've balanced out our corporate culture, but they're still like, let's party. And you are looking at it and thinking what Natasha's thinking. Like, there's no way this thing couldn't be. Gro-. I'm not saying there's no red flags here. I'm not saying. I'm just saying that as the partner of this girl, your job isn't to protect her from drinking. It's not to protect. Unless that drinking starts to have consequences in your relationship. If she comes home drunk, look, if Natasha came home blackout drunk puking every night, we it would be an issue, a serious issue. But three days a week he's cool with. No. I'm this happened one time, right? Have you ever have you ever puked from drinking? I've puked. I haven't blacked out. I'm just saying you've puked from drinking. Yeah. So it's not healthy. Getting so drunk you vomit isn't a healthy look. But it's not a chronic problem. 
it's the chronic problem is oh my god my partner all of a sudden pukes every every night she this is happening all the time she's developing an alcohol problem this is bad so what i'm saying is you're not there yet right now you're in an eight month natasha's right you're in an eight month relationship it's new you're feeling the reality of this is you're feeling insecurity this is my feeling you're feeling insecurity and you are uncomfortable with admitting that i'm just feeling general basic insecurity about her and so i decided to uh make that insecurity easier to process by doing this like kind of paternalistic i've got to protect my girlfriend from these bad bros and in reality uh, you have to protect your relationship from this poisonous feeling of insecurity that will eventually take over your entire relationship unless you have some open communication. It's time to talk to her and like get it all out on the table. Not in the like, you need to stop this, but in the, I need to get this off my chest so that we can be closer. That's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck, honey. I'm Thank just going to tell you so now. It's not going to end well. <laughs> I think it could end well. I think it could They're end gonna well. They're going to break up. No, it could end well. You could have this conversation with her where you say, I'm feeling all this insecurity, and she could respond and say, there's a number of, of options, right? These are, all, these are all conjecture, and they're all fake. Uh, but they, she could respond and say, well, I'm just doing me, and get off my back. Fuck you, man. And then you go, oh, wow, I'm kind of losing her. Or to, do I want to be with someone who this. talks to me like that? Exactly. She could respond and go, oh my God, I'm so glad you said something because the truth is I've been feeling increasingly uncomfortable about what I've been doing. She could respond and say, oh, you know what? I That's so sweet of you to say, but actually here's what's going on for me and give and, and somehow tell you some stuff that'll make you go, you know what? She's got her head squarely on her shoulders. I don't need to feel so insecure. She could respond and say, why don't you start coming on these corporate retreats with us so that you can, you know, we can be close and it won't feel weird. There's a number of different options. And mention that phone call because those guys were definitely cucking you out and they were telling her, calm, 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 calm. And then she called them and then they were like, yep, you guys are just friends, right? Because right, right. But I'm just saying you can tell her that made me uncomfortable because right, that- right now what's happening to me is you are in the, um, in the in the rumination fear rumination phase where you don't you have a little bit of information and you are making a lot of imagination stuff happen there's a lot of like what if this is happening what if this means that it, this is eventually going to happen none of this is in the realm of reality what's rea- is real is you have a you have a person that you're in a relationship with you decide to be in a relationship with her for a reason probably cuz you think she's awesome and you don't need to uh to protect her and you don't need to um doubt that she's as awesome as you thought she was you need to like tell her i think you're awesome and i'm feeling this way how can we get through it that's what i think all right well good luck all right thank you both i love you guys hope we helped and love you too all right bye wait what well he should play this back for her at some point and then hear me roasting the bros and then she'll think they're dumb too that's honestly not a bad idea because truly between natasha and me you have the two sides of the way to interpret this and i don't Again, I think Natasha, I understand that reaction. I just think like, you know, all growth is like an inside job. It's all about me. How am I getting better? So even if you, this stuff turns out to be true, it's still like, it's not healthy to be going, looking at the person you love and going, well, I love her, but I don't think I can trust her with four guys for a weekend because, you know, I don't love her that much. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. Good luck. Bye. Do you have any thoughts? I, <laughs> I can't. I actually, have, I'm, I'm late for something right now, so I can't, I can't keep going. Okay. But thank you both. <laughs> Goodbye. Me, Peace. Me and him are like, wrap it up, Moshe. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. Goodbye. Good luck. Yeah, I just, I don't, you just fully think that, that he's right and that that's bad. No, I just, I just don't. It's a new relationship. Right. And this girl is like really ambitious. She's ambitious enough. This, here's what concerns me. Anyone ambitious enough to hang out on like work retreats with five bros? I don't know if they're going to stick around for. I don't know. But little it, old him. You said, "Come on, he was cute." You was said cute. to me, <clears throat> "You said to me, you want to be in movies." Let's say you were twenty-eight, right? By the way, you have been in movies to this in the last few months. Just so you know, Natasha's going to be in Chelsea Peretti's new movie, uh, first-time female director, and Bill Burr's new movie. Uh, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? I don't know what it's called, <laughs> but anyway. Um, but uh, let's say we got to when we got together. Let's say you were a lot younger than you were when we got together. You're 28, right? You're still you were still breaking in. You're a pretty established one, and you got a you got a job, you know, where you were a co-star with, uh, you know, 
Adam Sandler and David Spade and I don't know, you know, guys that are like guys, guys or whatever. I mean, they're a little bit older now, so I don't think they party hard. But, you know, those aren't bros. Those my, are like my point comedic is geniuses. Yeah. If I was put in a corner with four comedic geniuses, you're for- picking the the part of the argument I'm not making. What I'm saying is you got a job on a movie and it was with four bros, let's say, okay. right? And they're partying and they're going wild, you know, and, and you're off on set with them and you're having a great time. You're filming this this movie and your dream is coming true, right? And I And I am back at home like ruminating and stewing on this and I'm going like I don't I don't know she's drinking with Burt Kreischer a little too much on set you know I don't know this isn't cool and then I bring that insecurity to you and I'm like saying to you like you know they just hired you because you're hot right it's like isn't that demeaning isn't that undermining who you are as an actor and as a comedian yes, yes. And, even if you're and, thinking that it is well, you can't really a, help what you think but it's but like but you could try to you know Train your mind. And then I try to like couch it in the like, and I think honestly, the amount you're drinking is a little bit sketch. It's just like, to me, there's an argument to be made for what you're saying, which is like, "Mm, this seems a little weird. But there's also an argument Mm -hmm. to be made for like, let this person who you love thrive without your protection. You don't, I'm not in a relationship. Let them go to Burning Man Mm -hmm. and uh, open up their relationship for... That's what I'm saying. The days he's there. You seem that you have learned the lesson. I'm trying to teach young Perfect Tooth David. All right, well. No, you don't buy it. You think it's over, huh? She's, I mean, I should have asked her if any of those guys had families. Oh, that would have been a good question. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, ratio is. But clearly, I bet half of them do, and then the two that do probably cheat. So (laughs) (laughs) I just think assuming the worst about your partner and about her business partners, I don't know. Okay. But I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Yeah, no, they sounded like a real cool group of guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's getting railed in a in a creek on top of a Colorado mountain right now. They don't seem like they have very good communication. If she if they didn't even talk about that and she just called him some night and put other guys on the phone. No, I hear you. That's, that is like so rude. I would feel and very then laughed and hung up. No, and that's I, the last of the phone call. The phone call was a little rough. Yeah, if I was if I was sitting at home ruminating on what you were doing, and then all of a sudden I get a call, and it was like. And it was Bert. And he's just like, she's fucking drunk as shit. I would definitely feel more insecure. Yeah, those guys seem unprofessional. That is, I would say, an understatement. Yeah, so why would it end well? You know what I, who I think sounds very professional? Mm. You, giving advice. And I was wondering if we could do, do some more. Sure. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Would you happen to be the owner of three geriatric dying dogs? <laughs> You know, if I can't even be in a car with them anymore because the smell of their decaying um, mouths. Well, you might have issues with your pet as well. And it's so difficult to get yourself up and out and get to a vet. And that's where Fuzzy comes along. They bring the vet to your home. Fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. Yeah, sometimes you have to bring them in, but sometimes you don't, and you just need a friendly face on your screen to tell you what's wrong. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash honeymoon today to sign up. From everyday questions to middle-of-the-night emergencies, Fuzzy has the answers pet parents need. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds. We have a lot of those. Supplements, food, and more at yourfuzzy.com slash honeymoon. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash honeymoon for your free trial of Fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet recommended products. Okay, now we're going to call Sasha in Mammoth, California. Oh, yeah. A lot of bros live up there. They like snowboarding. So, this is a mountain, mountain kind of episode mammoth that's probably beautiful small town though a small small town mentality i bet <laughs> cool <laughs> what's happening hey rachel hi good we what's her name oh hey sasha, <laughs> <laughs> sasha yeah, she just heard a jewish name and thought why not what's happening sasha how's mammoth uh, pretty hot right now. I mean, it's summertime. It's jumping in the lake yeah. season. It is a little small town. Yeah, so you, vibes, oh, so you, pretty so you heard that huh? Lib- liberal small town. So you heard Natasha yeah. trashing mountain, <laughs> mountain folk right before we, uh, yeah. talk to you. Do you miss uh fresh pow pow? 
Are you, are you missing that pow pow? Do you wish there was more pow pow? <laughs> I'm missing yeah. that pow pow. Um, I used to live in the Bay Area near San Francisco. Oh, snap. San Mateo, yeah. So moved out you here. You came for the pow pow. Yeah, I got you and yeah. stayed for the lakes. I want to jump in a lake. That sounds dope. It's lake jumping season, honey. Yeah. It's not pow pow season. It's lake Those lakes are full because of that pow pow, that melt off. Sasha, how can we help? Yes. <laughs> um, so I reached out because I know that you've had an issue mm. with nicotine. Um, and I, my partner, my boyfriend is addicted to vaping mm. to an extent that I have never seen in my life before. Does he have a bag where um, he keeps all the different little juices and stuff that he carries around? Um, he has like the disposable vapes. It's all in one. The battery's in there. The cartridge is in there. So there's like a drawer of a hundred used mm-hmm. ones in the house that we don't know what to how to recycle them because they're not recyclable. Uh, are they like the blue ones? Uh, they're all colors. There's blue, orange. No, the brand blue or honey. You're so uh, you are so out of touch. Well, I'm trying to think of which ones are. Blue aren't. is like nine generations ago. I don't know which ones you can't recycle. Like they, you can't even change ba- the cartridge. They're batteries, right? You're saying that you. Yeah, it's lithium it. batteries and. Nicotine now wait a toxic. second. Those um, are fun. So I want to start getting back into that. So he's just that I hear oh, about Sasha's it. not wanting this advice. You're like they're fun. You should just <laughs> quit being uptight. Does he vape just like all day, every day through the house? Every time you're ever talking to him, he's just like va- vaporoo. Yeah, it's like in the middle of conversations with friends in the car, so it like stinks up the entire car while I'm driving. Mm. Um, it smells good. Thing, like all of it. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like permanent hookah bar, like right. everywhere you go. And you don't do it at all. No, I've never. You should start. It's right. Fun. Have you thought about starting? That could really help. Because <laughs> if you got addicted, it, w- it wouldn't bother you so much. Yeah, but the whole point is that it might kill me. And yeah, it she's not into it. Mm-hmm. No, she shouldn't do it. That's a I'm joking. bad I'm joking. advice that I would do. Yeah. Has he expressed the problem with vaping? I, I miss vaping. And Moshe would have a cloud in bed. Like he'd just be vaping in this like cloud the problem over with, the bed. Yeah. You know, it's, the, the problem with vaping is it doesn't, um, the benefits of it make it worse. So like the fact mm-hmm. that it doesn't like uh, make your lungs ache and make you hung over the way c- cigarette smoking does. You know, if you smoke a lot of cigarettes the next day, you kind of feel like shit. You don't feel that with vaping. And so it ala- it feels so innocuous and benign that you start just doing it a little more and a little more until pretty uh, soon before you know it, you're just puffing, you're just uh, making clouds all day, you know? Yeah. And, and you could do it in public places where cigarettes aren't okay. Like people just allow it because it does smell fruity. So yeah. it's not that bad. Have you, so evil. Have you thought about, uh, uh, has he expressed any interest in lessening? Or what does he t- say when you complain about it? Um, when we first started dating, he made an effort of like, oh, I'm going to stop for one day. I'm going to stop for three days. I think three days was the max he ever got to. Mm-hmm. I have the answer. Oh, what's the answer? You need to pick like one place, maybe two that you would like to decree a vape free zone. Uh-huh. And without sounding like a school mom, like maybe you could say it really cute. Like, I don't know, wherever, if, if it's maybe in the bed or, but that might make him leave. I don't know. Or you could be like at <laughs> at the table or I don't know just say Mm -hmm. like the amount is like kind of intense for me like I was hoping we could maybe just have one like during this time I don't know you have to think about what makes sense for you and if he does if he's like no then that's very informative of his character I think so I I, I think that establishing a few safe zones would be good or maybe it's a room I like this advice because Do you need- we live together at this point, so yeah. not in the bed would would be great. Yeah, so so <laughs> I, I maybe have- that's your that's your thing. The bed is for us to fucking, honey. Yeah, that seems like your energy, Sasha. That seems like something <laughs> you'd say. You seem like that type of person that would aggressively say that. No, I th- even have suggestions on what the vape free zones should be. Mm. Um, bed is good. Y- your car, right? Yeah. While you're driving, that seems reasonable. And, let, I would think. and give him a give him a dispensation for road trips, maybe. No, he's because oh, he's gonna say like he's like, what about when we drive? What about when we drive to you know to to find the pow pow in Tahoe? You know, or whatever. <laughs> he's gonna that'll be his out, and you say road trips are an exemption. But when we're just driving, because I'm stuck in the car with you, and then and then the um and then the the do you have a dining room? Uh, it's. Yeah, kind of. It's like a small place, yeah. like studio style. I would just say like when we're eat like at the ta- at the dinner table, because like because yeah. like he's not. It doesn't sound like you are saying you have to stop vaping altogether. Is that right? 
I would prefer it, but more I would just not prefer it in bed, in the car, in enclosed spaces where I'm getting exposure to it that I don't want. Okay, well, reasonable to me. And that's a little more than just decreeing one little area of vape-free zone. If you're really scared of the exposure, I think another way to couch it to him is you're just a little scared of the exposure for both of us, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you're definitely, you know, worried about him in a way because his vaping does seem, like, pretty constant. And you can be like, and think about it, honey, does that really seem safe? Like, any normal person would be like, yes, I, I believe that inhaling a vape 30 times a minute is probably not healthy, you know? But I know the, the mind of the vapist. And <laughs> yeah, their yeah. argument is just, it's better than the cigarettes I used to smoke. Just be happy I don't do that anymore. So you and, that, just and, that's have a to- good, and that's a good argument, but it's not a good argument for um, you having to deal with it you like yeah. but also for his health that is also not a good argument for his health because oh, I, we don't know what you know the studies are still coming in and the frequency is 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 like a little intense for you and you worry about him it's all but you're not going to get him to s- stop vaping the guy's a vapist and you're not going to get him to stop vaping yeah. by by going do you know what's unhealthy i mean that's just like the, it just is i just is it ain't gonna happen but you do have a, and and also you're not saying stop vaping or I'm going to break up with you, right? You're not there. Is that right? Not yet. Yeah. But I can see if it still continues in the bed in the car, I, I could get there. So there you go. It's can like, she tell him that? I think, well, I, I wouldn't put it like that. I wouldn't put it like, if you don't stop this, I'm going to break up no, with you. No, you're right. That's bad. It just seems like that's like harsh. What I would do is I would say... and Sweetly, and, I'd like to establish some vape-free zones. I know you don't think you're addicted or whatever, however you want to couch it, but you know, I worry for my health and I have to say I do worry about your health too. You know, mm-hmm. we're just... I'm trying to read articles on it. We just don't really know their ban. Like right now, there's like a ban. Like there, more, there's a current ban. People get, are trying get, to... Get out of this stuff. Okay, I, just fine. saying, get out of this whole like there's a scientific... You got to know that you're... Lung- he doesn't care because he vapes. <laughs> He already, yeah. he's not an, a complete idiot. He's like <laughs> decided that he wants to vape despite the fact that there's probably health stuff. But he, he, we don't know what the, forget the science of vaping. The reality is, is you don't like it. You're being exposed to it against your will. And you're not going to break up with him unless he stops vaping, right? That's not your reality right now. Yeah. Uh, if that were your reality, I would say you should tell him that. And that's your reality. But it's not. You're down to stay with him if he just becomes a little bit more respectful of your space, your lungs, your your stuff. Yeah. Yes. And she, can even, and she can even say that. Yeah. Shared spaces. Yeah. Maybe it's a little stronger than a one little zone. Maybe it's like mm-hmm. our shared space. But that's kind of like kicking him out. Well... I was going to say, there's tears. There's tears. Tier one is stop vaping or or I can't be with you. You have the right mm-hmm. to say that, but that's not where you're at. Tier two is no more vaping in our house, to, uh, period. He's just, yeah. that's not fair. It's, well, it might if be you're fair. you're addicted to vaping. It, go outside. Go, that's what you do with cigarettes. Go outside. Well, I'm just saying these are the tiers. Right, because cigarettes, saying. it's like reasonable to go outside. You know how on... Vaping feels like a cheat code. Listen, mm-hmm. you know how... Um, Hard. Let me put it in terms you can understand, Sasha. You know how in Mammoth, there's um, bl- triple black diamonds, and then there's uh, double black diamonds, and th- yeah. right? So these are the tiers. Right now, he's in. he's vaping at a triple black diamond level. <laughs> <laughs> He's vaping at the highest the highest difficulty setting possible. And yeah. and 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 I'm not saying any of these are reasonable or unreasonable. I'm just saying like it would be reasonable for you to say no more vaping in our house. But mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound like you need, are making that line in the sand either or the line in the pow pow either, right? Uh I just don't think he would be able to agree to that based on the level of the addiction. And you're down to continue to be with him despite the fact that in some of your shared spaces he's mm-hmm. you're going to allow him to keep vaping. So all I think he's a really great person. It's it's yeah. just the vaping. We're not we're not telling you to break up. Yeah. I'm not telling you to break up with him. I'm saying get real real with yourself about your what you need. So Natasha's suggestion seems like pretty reasonable, right? Is like, okay, fine. I'm not willing to break up with you for the vaping. I'm not willing to say you have to go outside 100 percent of the time. Now I'm gonna set some rules. None in the bedroom. None in in the in in the in the dining area. Ooh, that's smart. Bring up that you considered the house maybe mm-hmm. yeah i thought about that and i've decided you know what that's too much right now right I'm gonna be a little nice i'm gonna be a little nice but just not when you i'm i don't want it's a pretty reasonable argument i don't want to vape i'm not a vapist you're the one that has a problem with vaping so 
don't say it like that. But you're the one that vapes. I, I don't know why I should have to vape just because you do. And and if he says, well, think about it, cigarettes. Did he used to smoke cigarettes inside the house? Uh, he stopped smoking cigarettes before we started dating, but he'll bring up how much he used to smoke a day, like going through packs and whatnot. So he's like, ultimately, this is better. For him. But it's definitely for worse him. for you. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. So just... I'd rather live with someone who vaped than a guy who smoked cigarettes. Right. But most here's the thing. But I'd rather live with someone who just doesn't smoke at all. And also. Well, that might be a bottom line for you. Yeah, but that's that might be one of your non-negotiables. Well, that's the other thing to put into terms that you can understand. You know how you um, sometimes you'll be on a on a black diamond and then you go, you know what? I'm so I'm shredding so hard. I'm shredding this pow pow so hard. I'm ready to actually move up to the triple black D's. Right. It Mm. might be true for you. That you'll start this thing and you'll say, no vaping in the bed, no vaping in the car. And you'll go, you know what? This isn't good enough. I'm still not comfortable with what's happening. You have the right to then say, I'm still not comfortable with what's happening. Or, mm-hmm. or to, you know what I mean? You have the right to set whatever boundary you want with your body. It's your body. Yeah. As a vapist, he doesn't respect the autonomy of other people's bodies. Yeah, I guess... Or I was thinking how like you leave toothpicks all over the house or you used to chew gum all the time. Like how there are just like habits that you've had that I've heard Natasha talk about Sasha, 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 let's not make this about me because I... It's hard, but you know, I will say Moshe has impressed me because he was addicted to clove cigarettes when I met him. And then he became addicted to vapes, like what you're saying. And then he became addicted to tooth... No, to Nicorette. And then toothpicks and then and now the pouches, which I find the most disgusting of them all because they're like these little brown patches. How have you been impressed with me? It doesn't sound like a story oh, sorry. of you being impressed no, because, with me. Oh, I was going to say that you've made it that far. And that's Thank what I was you. curious about. Like, I will you. say, though, the, uh, the it w- you know, like today I was taking a shower and I was like, what's that? And it's like always one of them. It's like one of those little brown pouches, like kind of where my toothbrush. Is. I'm just saying, OK, Wait, I look. This but, started with you being impressed with me. <laughs> but let me say, looking at that, you know, if if that was his if that's what's left of a smoking addiction, of him vaping in the house 24-7, because he was, and it was gross. And it, was, it wasn't was just gross, it was alarming, because it's obviously not good for you to do right. that. It's like, that's obvious that... You're getting back to vape science. No, no, okay, but all I'm saying is, now there's just a little pa- pouch here and there, I'm okay with it. A pow pouch, if you will. <laughs> no, but there's just, I mean, I'm just saying... If he were vaping, I don't think I would ha- I would deal with that, you know. So I'm glad that you were able to well, but you get know to the disgusting thing that you leave. Actually, the, there you go. The bathroom shelf. You could get him some of these, t- and to put it in terms you can understand, um, little pow pow pouches. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could get him some of those and say they're slightly innocuous until they come out because yeah. you don't really know the guy's doing and it. And say if you're really that addicted to nicotine, you know, you could do these on pouches because they're not. They're also not tobacco. And when you're around me, all I'm saying is oh, right, that's a good idea. right now what it's about is you getting respect for your bodily autonomy, yes. right? It's and like I think saying that is important. it's you're super right. important. And you might, by the way, after all of these boundary settings, you might go, I don't want to be with this guy because he's addicted to nicotine and it's, I'm not down. I mean, anything is you're legit, but I think getting a little bit of, and if he says no to the no shared vaping thing, if he says no, I mean... You gotta, uh, you gotta strap on your, um, your snowboard, put your boots in the bindings, and mm-hmm. start a run. If that, if that is term That's terminology true. that works yeah. for uh, snow, I don't actually know because I've been on snow four times, fallen down a lot, and said I don't think this is for me. Well, I love skiing. I don't know if that's what you guys do in Mammoth. Um, clearly, a, clearly a border, dude. Look at her. Come <laughs> he on knew, now. He called it. <laughs> she's got an edgy boyfriend that vapes. You think she skis? <laughs> you fucking square. <laughs> okay, Sasha. Well, good luck. I think we gave Wait, you good advice. Yeah. Will you come? Will you stay in touch and tell us how he reacts to this? Yeah, yeah I'll, I am I'll curious. I'll definitely let you know. I'm hoping for some positive steps forward. And, and again, for- these are all great situations for you to learn how to get what you want and stick up for yourself and stick up for yourself and your autonomy and not just let yourself be tolerant or get walked mm-hmm. on or whatever. Or, so get, this or, is get, all good. or get snowboarded over. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing. If he doesn't respect what you need to put it into terms you can understand, shred him, you know, <laughs> just shred him. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye, Sasha. Good luck. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. I wish I was like a sporty, cool chick. Yeah, so do I, honey. No, I'm joking. You seemed really sporting.
earlier on in this uh, episode. So I got no complaints about you right now, honey. Um, listen, if you'd like to leave us a secret or would like to be on our podcast, it's pretty simple. We've got a simple process. If you want to be on the podcast, you just email us endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. Or give us a call at 213-222-8608. Moshe, I know that number and not your phone number. That is very depressing. <laughs> That's our secrets hotline. We're on Endless Honeymoon, uh, apple.co slash Endless Honeymoon, or anywhere you get your podcasts. YouTube, we're on there too. Be on, be on our Patreon. Our Patreon is the community that is formed around this podcast, and we have a lot of very exciting things coming your way. Have we talked about uh, our Patreon enough? Because I feel like you're in there working overtime on those DJ mixes. I'm anyway. trying to get it to a good place so that I can release a quality product so that I'm not just like releasing it to release it. And Natasha... I don't know that uh, the declaration that you made at the beginning of this podcast is going to stay true, but the fact that you would even consider it makes me love you. I love you. I love you too. No, I mean, I already loved you, and I also love you now. I just love you, love I guess you. is what I'm saying. And that won't change. Oh, my God. No matter what happens. No, I, I already I need to think about it. I feel like it's already on the record, but I do love you. <clears throat> I do. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>